call is being recorded. Hello, Deja. Hello, hello. How are How's you? How's it doing? going? Um, it's <laughs> it's weird. It's like been the longest. It's been the short. It felt like it's been a short week, but long days. Does that make sense? So it's been like the longest, shortest week ever. And I literally I've was been, like, "It's Thursday tomorrow. What the heck?" Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like the week's flying by, but you still feel like it's Monday. And you're like, hmm, why Why am I feeling like this? And I just, I don't know, maybe it's the weather changing, but I just feel really, like, um, tired. Weird. Yeah. Do you think it has anything to do to daylight savings? Like, we're in, like, week two. I was thinking that because, like, I'm so used to, like, I was just talking to a lady about this in the grocery store yesterday. I said, it it looks like it's 10 midnight outside and it's only 5 o'clock, and I feel like it's time for bed. She's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. And I felt like it was time for bed about that time, too. I was like, I need to go to bed. Right. Your body's so used to when it's that dark, like, it's bedtime, or you should be going to bed or heading home for bed. And, you know, you're like, nope, it's 5 o'clock. I still got, like, a whole five hours left until I go to bed. What do I do? What do I do with myself? <laughs> right. Um, anything new? How was your Halloween? Oh my gosh! So I ended up um throwing a party. <laughs> Two people Ooh. came. It wasn't supposed to be a party. The whole idea was like people came by and got like trick or treat candy, and like okay. I stood outside in my costume, and you drove by and I dropped candy in your car. Like super easy, but of course nobody oh, wanted nice. to do it, which is fine. And I was like, whatever. And then I, I like, made all kinds of food. I made, like, you know, I, uh, bloody eyes, which are just meatballs and sriracha barbecue sauce. No, no big deal. Um, I made, like, a pumpkin pizza. I had, like, spooky drinks. Um, I just had fun, you know. I really had fun with it. And I dressed up. I spent three and a half hours doing my makeup. Um, I was Day of the Dead um, oh. girl. I don't know what you call sugar it. Skull girl. But I really, sugar skull. There we go. I was sugar skull girl. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I was. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weird this Halloween, like, especially for the kids because of COVID. So, like, our neighborhood was dead. Like, mm. nobody was handing out candy on our neighborhood. So, we ended up going to, like, a couple of relatives' houses, and they had, like, bags for the kids. Um, but that was how we trick-or-treated here. We just house hopped to people's houses we knew. Um, That's nice, but, though. Yeah, I've seen some creative things, though. So I'm on this um, app, uh, Neighborhood, or something like that. I can't remember. But um, so all these people were posting, like, things they were doing for Halloween. One person made, like, a whole candy slide shoot thingy. Um, so it was pretty cool. My yeah, friend, she man. actually... My friend Alicia actually made one, too, for her house, and it was, like, lit up. She wrapped lights around it so, like, people could see where it was coming. And then <laughs> it was literally, like, coming from her porch out to, like, her walkway. So she's like, all I got to do is sit on the porch and just throw candy down the slide. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And then she had adult uh, treats for the adults coming by. So that was really cool. But I've seen, like, yeah, um, some other guy um, around the neighborhood, well, on the neighborhood app, he put, um, candy and like, you know, bag them up and all bags so everybody's getting the same amount of candy and same candy pretty much. And he just scattered them throughout his yard. 
and then um, one lady actually had like a a candy hunt in her yard. So like oh. the kids came and she would hit it, hide the candy in her front yard, and then watch the candy, watch candy, watch the kids find the candy, and then once that group left. She put out candy for another group. So I thought those were some cool things. That's cute. Yeah. What I dressed up as a schoolgirl. Um, oh, okay. Wore, oh, yeah. I, I think my, I did see your picture. Yeah. <laughs> I'll post, we'll post our costumes up on the on the, the Instagram. But um, I wore my old letterman jacket from high school. So I was oh, like, oh, my I, God. I literally look like, like, so I went to a private school. So, you know, you wear a skirt and a uniform. I literally looked like that because it wasn't the same skirt or whatever. But, I was like, this reminds me of when I was going to that school. <laughs> Nostalgic memories just came back. <laughs> right. A collared <clears throat> shirt. Have to wear a skirt. <clears throat> so it was cool, though. I mean, it was. we weren't out long because then it was, like, getting cold, too, around that time. Like, and we just, they were already you know the kids been sniffling so it was enough they got out they got to get candy which was the idea and that was it so that was That's so cool. perfect um yeah so I was like good done taken care of that's Halloween and then oh <laughs> we had trick-or-treaters or they trick-or-treated to each room in the house so oh, that's candy. cute. And we had them knock on the door, and they trick or treated. So. <laughs> it was fun. They had that's they had fun. fun. That's fun. Uh-huh. It was a good time. So, I uh, love it. I feel like <laughs> after that was I, like. Go ahead. I was just gonna say after what you had just described is what I think I missed. So because I took too long to do my makeup, I wanted to go out and I knew I was already going out. I was going to go get a coffee. I was going to put some candy and, you know, in the car, the car seat or the, the seat next to me and just kind of like drive around and go see what people are doing and look at the scary things and everything. But you could see tables and you could see fires kind of like dwindling down. You could see that people like kumbaya in the front of their houses and kind of did a, I finally hit like a lane. It was like Halloween lane and it was just like, mounds and mounds of houses that just you know that the whole like street probably closed down for that like section it was really cool people went all out for the decorations this year and I loved that yeah and I think they did that just because of COVID and they know that okay it's not going to be the traditional going house to house like things like that and um you know because I was out I I went out and did Instagram I was dressed (laughs) in my costume all day and um, nice like there was neighborhoods that it looked like Halloween threw up all over that block. Like people had their yards were, and I mean this is in the east side of Mercer Island where they have like huge houses and huge yards, and it it was amazing. It was cool to see because it's like you know people kind of I feel like with this going on, like Halloween was kind of like oh it's just Halloween, but now it's like people are getting more into the spirit of things because there is nothing yeah. else to do. Like, I know a couple of, like, neighborhoods and HOAs had, like, house decorating contests, so I thought that was cool. Like, oh, that's and fun. Then, yeah, the day of, like, they're setting up outside, so they're making it, like, COVID-friendly so the kids can just come and gra- and don't have to, like, worry about interacting. So I thought it was really cool, like, mm-hmm. um, how people are making it, finding creative ways to make it still fun and festive um, and safe. 
I do, I was telling my husband, I was like, this is the year of the house party comeback. I promise you there's probably so many house parties on Halloween. And I was like, yeah, it there was, was, I was like, I'm here for it. Cause you know, when we were young, like our like teens and stuff like that, and you know, high school, college, like Halloween, you wanted to go to a house party. You didn't want to go to a club or. Well, we didn't like even really like, do that. People no, invited people to, to go to houses party. and you would have like, food and snacks you know ch- chips I think another podcast had said there's like you know there'll be like the chip bowl and then the chips are all wet and then you go to like get one and you're like nah but instead yeah. of like cleaning it up you just like leave it there and then that yeah. bowl might be there the next time you go over yeah but I was like it's definitely the comeback house party year like I heard about some pretty gnarly ones so I think that was cool. One thing I did have, um, I <laughs> was observing around the Halloween time is the big COVID Halloween debate. Like there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to, um, we shouldn't do it. We need to be safe, blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people who are like, ah, oh, just, it's the Halloween. The kids have been locked up in the house. Like let them have their fun. As long as you're safe, everybody's safe. It shouldn't be a problem because they're not wearing a mask simply you know it's your house you're right you know you have the right to not give them treats if they don't have a mask but you can also put a sign out that says hey no mask no candy like I just, or no candy right. <laughs> if you don't want to partake was, just put no candy hashtag right candy. and it was just interesting because so many people like in this neighborhood app that I'm in um there's so many like older people mm-hmm. who are complaining Is it baby about are older older yeah about that and mm-hmm. you know why aren't people wearing a mask and I'm just I can't I had to shut down because two people came to my house without masks on and just like complaining and I'm this like this is a Facebook right that's too it's like <laughs> did you come on here just to complain or I feel like those apps that's what it's for it's just like for people to complain yeah. about their neighbors yeah. and I'm like what are we doing about it then like complaining on here is not doing anything but mm-hmm. I was just like, I had to respond because I'm like, I am so tired of this. I was like, look, it goes both ways. These kids and their parents are risking themselves to go trick-or-treating. You're risking yourself to give out candy to trick-or-treaters. It's your house, you're right. Like I said, you can simply say no mask, no candy, or just decide to not participate this year. And Turn your lights off. Right. But- um, and save the candy for yourself. Just eat out the bag. Right. But then on the other coin, it's like all these people complain about trick or treats not wearing masks, but you're sitting here giving them candy. So did you wipe down each and every individual candy pack before you gave them out? No, you didn't. Did you cut you down you your? Are it. you wearing gloves? Are you wearing a mask yourself? Like, and so I think it's kind of funny because it's like you're complaining about people not being safe, but yet I'm sure you didn't take the precautions giving out candy to people, putting your hand back in the same bag, giving candy to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You didn't think, oh, let me wipe these down and disinfect them before I give these out to kids. And I actually got them, wiped them down with wipes, and then put them in bags. And I did all that by with gloves. And right. I I had given candy out like two weeks, like basically when I bought the bag in September, you know, or whenever I bought it, August, July, who knows when I bought candy. And I was buying candy. I was buying candy all the time. So I was like, all right. I put it in bags and I would just keep it in my car. And all I had to do is wipe the bag down. Yeah. Just like one wipe. And then I would give it to the kids. 
Right. But see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think everybody thought about it like that. Yeah. I don't think so either. But we'll quit this. It's usually one complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, I'm glad everybody had a one and had a safe one. And, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, like, our numbers went up. So what does it matter? So. Right. Oh, yeah. Good. Nevada is, like, on full, like, lockdown mode. Like, I just Long- heard about London that today. Is, who is? Nevada. They but they're back on full lockdown mode. So Nevada's locked down. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on a call today with a coworker. London is completely locked down. Um, so like people are going back in lockdown. Yeah. So two questions. Like, <clears throat> like, are you doing anything different that you think you've been doing three months ago? No. I'm not. Um. Mm-hmm. Since you were always still working, like you still have the kids, you're yep. still being precautious. You're wearing yep. a mask. Yeah, and I mean, I went. Oh, I went to um, my best friend Michelle. I went to her birthday dinner because her birthday is two days before Halloween, and we went to a mm-hmm. restaurant. That was the first time I've ever been to a restaurant. That's what and I was just gonna say. So mine is going to a restaurant. Well, yeah, not going, so I was kind of like eating at a restaurant. <laughs> mine. Mm-hmm. Right, so I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I'll go because it's her birthday or whatever. But um, when we got there, so we had to, of course, you have to make reservations at most restaurants now. Yep. And Mm -hmm. so we were seated and we had two tables, but there was plastic, you know, the plastic shield thing between our tables. And then, you know, so each table had its own, like, it was like almost like a cubby. And so to block you from the next table. And I guess that was, that's, I guess that's a regulation that they have to do if they can't separate the table six feet. And so. So that's um, that restaurant. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> a, lot my of theory. a lot of other, I think that's what it, I think a lot of other restaurants are doing it because they, um, just the way the layout is, some layouts, they don't have room to spread out. So they right. put the, the things Or up. they're bolted in the <laughs> ground. Right. Which I didn't know that. Right, and this is one time, so, you know, we're, like, going back and forth between the tables because we all kind of want to mingle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Waitress kept coming over, the host, I, you guys have to sit down. We can't let you guys, like, switch tables. You have to sit at a table and stay. And I was like, okay, so this is why I'm not going to go back to a restaurant anytime soon with a big group of people because, that you know, like, we're here to all mingle together. Yeah, that was um, COVID, which I get. Yeah, I understand. I'm not yep. complaining. Right. So I'm just yeah, you know, like it's a wake up call, right? A little wake up call. Yeah. A little reason like, not to. I don't have to do this. Like I don't have to go here. You know what I'm saying? Like we could all just go to Airbnb and cook for all I know. But um, yeah, I just was like after that experience, and then after a while, we were kind of just like ready to go because we were just. Tired of it. Talk to each other, <laughs> like we wanted to each go other. mingle, you know. We wanted to be around each other, so we just we left. We left and um, went to this other like bar where they had a bigger table, like booth thing. So they let us sit in that because we were able to spread out and stuff and be apart from each other. But we were able to mingle and talk without the waitress coming to us every five minutes. I think she was kind of just like irritated anyway because there was a group that was like really really loud in the front. I think she was just kind of over it, but um, mm, yeah, I found that really tough. interesting. Um, that was 
just my most interesting experience. But that was the only other thing out of the norm that I did. And then, of course, when you get up to the bathroom, you have to put on your mask, stuff like that. But, yeah, yep. that, was the, right. that was the first thing first thing out of the norm that I've done since COVID. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really go to other people's houses. I don't know. Like, I really stay within, like, you know, I visit the people that I've normally, I would normally see or have normally been yep. seeing before COVID. So, right. Um, yeah, that was that was my only thing out the norm and very interesting to say the least how people do things now. So Yeah, it's and it and it's different at like well like what I noticed, um, we went dress shopping for one of my best friends and um I was really excited about that. But we got like a limo and we ended up going to like Edmonds and going out to eat and then we ended up going to wine tasting and Woodenville and then we ended up going to dinner that night. So excuse me, that day I did a lot. So I was like, okay, you know, I've been around a lot of people. Like I need to make sure that I like, you know, limit on going around people. But I think that what you kind of described is, is, is what I think people are not thinking. Like if I was to go, cause I took the day off. So I was around people, but I was around my friends, but I was around the waitress. I was around mm. somebody who might be in the bathroom. I'm mm. around somebody who I'm going to walk in the door at the same time with. And so kind of thinking about that, I think that other people go, okay, well, we were open, you know, not on lockdown, and we're in four or five, whatever stage they were in. And so why should they, you know, not think anything differently, but they have to be mindful that we're still in quarantine. Right. Like the stages are implemented to make sure that we limit on what each and every one of us are doing. The reason the issue I, put, I believe for like Washington is we have counties. So today when I was on that talk with the gal in London, she goes, everything's shut down. She moved there in February from LA, doesn't know anybody but her boyfriend, has not met any friends, but when they shut down, they shut down. Where I told Mm. her here, if I was to go 45 minutes to Snohomish, they're on stage five. (laughs) Where I might go to Tacoma and they're on like stage three. But if I go to Eastern Washington, everybody and their mom is going out at restaurants and sitting. And, you know, that divider thing that you talked about a few minutes ago, that's not even a thing in Eastern Washington. People don't do that. People don't have, um, like, they don't all have to wear their masks when they go. I mean, they do, but they don't implement it. Like, But nobody's, like, flipping out if they don't have it on. Yeah. And so, like, one of the things I asked when I first went to a restaurant and as I was like, you know, what's the protocol? Do I wear my mask when you're around me? Or because when you sit down and you're starting to drink your drink, am I going to put my mask on every time she comes up to me? I'm okay doing that, but I rather ask to be more aware. Or what, what does she prefer? Right. Um, because right. she Preference. has one on. So I just really wasn't sure. And I think that like setting these guidelines and kind of having like rules and and whatnot uh, will help us decrease the numbers that have increased. Um, do I think that Halloween uh, caused us to get a spike? I don't believe it was Halloween. What I think has happened is people are cold and they're in their houses and they're cooped up and they're going to other people's houses now because they couldn't go outside before. So before mm-hmm. you could go outside, you could walk around, but we're all cold now. So we're making, oh, it'll be fine if you just come in. Well. And that's yeah. how it all went down. And this and is why Thanksgiving and Christmas will be hard too, you know? Well, it'll be colder then. So, I mean, people might not even want to move. I mean, it feels like it's off the snow right now. So, 
Um, no, I mean, like, people being in the homes. Like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, come have Thanksgiving at my house. And, like, they're not going to go outside to social distance, right? So right. that's why they want to shut down Thanksgiving and Christmas because they're like, you can't have people at your house right now. It's COVID, which they but are I, right, even if it is family. I feel that. And I feel like each that's when each household or family or whatever makes sure that they implement their safety precautions. It's just like a restaurant or a venue or, or the salon right. you go to. or It's right. like these are the guidelines. But it's up to you as people, as the business owner, as the owner of the home, as the hostess or whatever you are doing yep. to make sure yep. that your guests are say, are wearing their mask or whatever you require. If you're a host and you're like, hey, I need everybody, we're going to be inside the house. I need everybody to wear their mask, you know, when you're, when you're, if you can't be six feet away, you know, things like that. Yeah. So I think it all depends on us at the end of the day. As, as, as you know, yeah. if you go to a restaurant, it's up to the restaurant and the, and the manager and the owner to make sure that, that everything right. is being implemented. So I I can't, I hear you, but I also feel the other side because it's like we can't shut down everything. I know. Because people are still going to find a way to do stuff. They <laughs> and, are. And I feel like it's kind of like when you, you know, you tell a kid, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Or they want whatever. To. And they want to do it, and they're going to do it worse because you right? keep telling them, don't do it. So they're like, that must be really good. Like, this must be really something that they don't yeah, want right? to do. Like, so don't touch I'm going to do it with flair and gusto. And, you know, like, it's the same thing. And I also think, too, like, a factor of the spike is it is cold and flu season now. So I think a lot of yeah, um, the numbers are – flu could be the flu because that you know the flu and COVID symptoms are very very similar they're from yeah. the same family I believe or same kind of whatever I can't class maybe I don't know but um category yeah they That's are the word I'm using. <laughs> it's a spike you know and, and and just like earlier when this fall first started you know healthcare officials couldn't tell if it was COVID or the flu until there was a test so I think a lot of the numbers mm-hmm. could be flu numbers but mm-hmm. it's the same thing, you know? So I think that's why it's such a spike because now we're factoring our seasonal mm. illnesses and things like that. Well, something tried to take me down this week. Like after Halloween, that Tuesday, I was like, I think a truck ran me over. And yeah, then I took guys, a bath. Like I just yeah. was like, let me take shots of orange juice. Let me just mm, get this, you know, these vitamins in me. Let me just not rest because that wasn't an option. Apparently, I don't know what that is. Um, but, like, I know what water is. So I, like, you know, drank some water. And there was various of things that I, like, did. But I was, like, talking to somebody. And they were, like, are you going to take a COVID test? And I was, like, to be honest, like, I'm, I really know my body very well. And I'm not going around anybody. It would be different if I had, like, somewhere to be. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I just need to, like, kill it out. Like, I need to just get rid of it, you know? Um, yeah. And that's what I did. I take a lot of vitamins and I just needed to ramp up on the other vitamins that I don't normally take for this type of stuff. Um, right. And then just, but like, like after day three, I was like, I don't know. I feel better, but I don't know. And the only symptom that I felt is my body aches and that um, I was coughing, but the issue is I was sneezing. And then that's when I said, oh, let me dust my house. So that's what I did. I spent seven hours and I cleaned my house top to bottom in and out. And, and it, it got better. It, 
it's just that season change for my allergies, like, mm-hmm. kicked me in the butt. I mean, just my earlier when too. I sneezed. Remember, it's, it's hard. I People are like, I've never heard of allergies in the winter. And I was like, mm, I have allergies all year round. Like, you. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I texted you and I was like, I think these are allergy symptoms, but I just, because I've, I've never had them act up or react like that during this time. Like, usually when it's cold, I don't get an allergy attack at all like yeah when it's the summer and spring it's different but like when it's the, when it gets cold like this I my allergies really normally don't act up so I was like oh I, I wasn't used to it but then you were like yeah my allergies and I was like yeah that could be it then that mm-hmm. about right. mm-hmm. but um yeah so let's talk about you know what we're gonna need some drinks for this before we talk about this election um, <laughs> let me go get that whiskey so let's take a break and go get potty, some potty. What do we need? and we'll be right back y'all <laughs> all right y'all we are back we are refreshed mm, that's tasty yeah okay, what what are you drinking on you know this is a this is a tea but you know if you want to do a hottie toddy right now I'm not knocking it. Um, I'm doing a 30-day no alcohol, by the way. Ah, sober November, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, like, I'll definitely have some, like, wine or something, you know, at the, like, in these events. But, like, Thanksgiving, I might have wine. But, really, I could just do some apple cider, sparkle apple cider. I'm going to make, like, a mocktail. Yeah, just put it in the champagne. It'd be fine. Just be fancy. Right? So that was thinking. I was like, so I got like cranberry ginger ones. I got Mm -hmm. a bunch of different sparkle non-alcoholic drinks. And I'm fine. You know, it's the sugar. The drinking is the alcohol in it. It it actually makes you feel worse. So that's kind of why I'm staying away. As long as I have bubbles, Mm -hmm. the bubbles for me. Mm -hmm. I'll sip on it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I am not Mm -hmm. being sober. And I am drinking, um, so my, my, the wine company I work for has, um, you know, we're doing a whole bunch of fun Black Friday sales. And so mm-hmm. they brought back one of the really, really popular white wines. It's a Muscat Canelli. Um, Ooh. So it's sweet. It's a sweeter wine. Um, if you ever had a Muscat, Muscat yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, almost like a Moscato, just not. It's almost like a dessert wine, but yes. not quite a Gristermanier. Um, yeah, and so it's very delicious. Um, it's very mm. refreshing, and I love it. And the nice thing is, it's only twenty bucks, so it's a nice, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice tasting, great, you know, dessert wine, and it's not a, gonna break your bank. And you know, it goes with great desserts, you know, lemon tarts, all the fun holiday desserts that are about to be made. I can't wait. I'm baking. Oh I am gosh. rolling that KitchenAid out right now. Speaking of, we've been stressing out. I mean, I have to say, you know, a lot's been going on. We just talked about Halloween, but right after Halloween became a week of, I call, I call it like a snowball effect. I and then somebody hit out. me with the snowball. That, I mean, <laughs> that's probably a great one, too. We got all the names. I need you all to give me some names. Give if us the names. I would love to know. About, if you guys don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about the election. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and I have to say, just a disclaimer here, the, the year before that all happened, when we voted for whatever happened four years ago, I don't remember how active I was, but this year, very active. I watched yes. the news every day till sometimes two o'clock in the morning because I thought mm-hmm. something was going to change and everybody was like, no, it was like this the last election. I was like, listen, disclaimer. Haven't been that involved. Do apologize. Right. Still voted, but I wasn't actively watching the news every day. I'm sorry, guys. I don't even watch the news on a daily basis. I watched I more news you. than in my entire life that week. Yeah, um, I think that was like one of the benefits that came from this shit show of an election we had is that I can admit to you, I wasn't very active in voting. Um, I think. <laughs> The last election, and everybody can shame me for this. I really don't care. I refused to vote because, well, vote for president because I was like, fuck this shit. Like, neither one of these people I want in my office. Um, so I think that the benefit from this is that because people were awakened in a sense that, okay, there's some shit going on, and this is not okay, and we need to come to you know we need to use our voice and our vote to fix it so I think that was the the benefit because people were more actively educating themselves on what was Mm -hmm. going on I mean it was kind of like a show too like what's going on the episode of CNN today but like I think people right were actively more even if they were just doing it to complain and talk shit on, on on Facebook but I just saw a lot more people like sharing information about articles about initiatives and 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 things that you know the presidents were planning on you know doing and just being more educated and sharing that with people I think that was the one benefit that one of the benefits that came out of this election is that I think going forward especially for me I want to make sure that I'm more educated on those things um I saw I heard a quote from Denzel and I might butcher this but he said if you watch or if you read the newspaper you're misinformed if you don't read the newspaper you're uninformed and so just get enough people, information because to take get enough information for to educate yeah right and be able to make an executive decision for whatever right. it may be so i think that that's going to be a good thing going forward because now i think we're a little more um active and more um demanding of things from politicians I think going forward that's what it will be it'll be the people demanding more I hope this is my hope um and I also think you know a lot of people voted for the lesser two evils which that's your strategy whatever but I think a lot of people took more time to educate themselves which is great um you know, that's one of the many, many little things that, you know, I'm all for a black woman being a vice president. So I'm for that. Go ahead, Kamala. Everybody can complain about her, about the shit that she's done. But every politician, even the ones that you back, have done some dirt to get where they're at. So. I also want to segue on that. If you think that isn't a thing, then you can watch my little, or um, my favorite murder um, MLS, um, MMM, I don't know, it doesn't matter. My, my favorite murder, they actually, one of them is super obsessed with like 
the president and all that. And they have an episode that I listened to that um, talked about like the scandals and the deaths and the killings. And because they were who they are, were able to get away with it. And they had family members who got away with it. So like, we have to remember, we're not perfect human beings. And, and especially our leaders and people who have been in, in, in politics for some time. But let's, let's right. also think of them actually being the ones who are actually doing this. And you aren't not saying that you aren't capable of doing so, uh, because eventually one day, hopefully we'll have other presidents and people who are going to, you know, be councilmen and so forth. But we have to remember that. And I think that that's that we have to take that with a grain of salt. Like somebody has to be doing that job and it isn't mm-hmm. you and it isn't me. So I don't the have the moral thing. fiber to do that job. I don't have the moral fiber to screw over people to look out for another group of people. I just don't have the moral fiber mm-hmm. for that. I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't have the moral fiber to bash my opponent. Like it gets deep. I'm pretty sure there's been blackmail and everything like all these shows like Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just entertainment, y'all. Like, they're trying to tell you this shit really happens. Like, yeah, they probably do take that from a spinoff of somebody they heard somebody doing something like that. So, you know, right. the person might have not absolutely dead, but they, but they could have died because of things right. they went through. So, um, yeah, so. <laughs> also, to go to your comment where you had said, I think it's really important also to think of you know, a couple years ago when we had the last election, we had Twitter and Facebook and a couple platforms. This year, I felt, well, and I don't really know, but this is me thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I felt like I could log on to my phone and my phone had the news to where Facebook had the news, to Snapchat mm-hmm. had the news, to TikTok had the news, to Everybody. just imagine all YouTube. the platforms. Um, yeah. Right. And so because of these platforms, we as a community were able to come together and be stronger. Um, you know, coming from Instagram and kind of seeing my friends share and pass and this and that. And one of the things that kind of hit me, and of course I cried because, you know, I cry about anything. I cry from horses running down the street in the Super Bowl. I mean, it gets me, but Obama came out and he talked about why he did what he did in uh, before he ran for president and he was running for mayor or senator or something of Chicago. I don't remember. I forgot. I apologize. He actually got super involved with making sure minorities minorities were actually voting, educating them and filling the gaps for that. And so you have to realize he kind of fell back into that during this election um, by, by filling those gaps. And we do need advocates and we do need people to continue doing that. And I feel like um, we always say stay woke, but people don't really understand what that means. Staying woke means open up a book and actually educating yourself on history. But that's cool. But like the other stay woke is like, do you know who's who's running for president? Do you know who's running for council in your uh, your uh, lo- where you live? Um, because where you live, Dom and I live, we had two, you know a bunch of different people running, mm-hmm. and so I had to learn all about those people. And when you get a ballot, you open it up and you see all the different options. Like, don't know half of these people on here. Okay, you might watch TV and their 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 uh, commercial comes on and you might get a glimpse of it. But that's not enough for you to make an executive decision. So at the end of the day, staying woke has actually needed to be more profound than it is and has been. 
Um, and I think as a community, sharing what we do know and not keeping that tribal knowledge hidden or, or staying within uh, will allow us to be stronger and better and rise up for sure, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I do know um, that I read that this year was the biggest voting campaign in the history of elections. So you're right on about every <laughs> platform having a voice. I mean, you, I mean, you guys think about it, like these, Biden was getting like celebrity endorsements and didn't even have to ask, like people were hopping on their Instagram lives every day, putting up videos, Yep. you know, so, and not just about presidency, it's about all the other initiatives that we had to vote on too. Right. So, um, I think, and like you said, staying woke, I think the, the definition of that has evolved now because of what it initially meant to what it means now. But for me, it's like, being staying woke is knowing and like you said being educated on most things and taking what you need from that to conduct yourself in a way where you you know essentially won't get bamboozled by the government like you're not just blindly voting or blindly endorsing somebody because everybody else is you're you're endorsing people and you're voting for people because you have educated yourself and you felt that this person was right fit for you your community and the needs that you think need to be addressed. Um, but yeah, so. I think it's also a time for cleaning up your Instagram and your social media. I'm sorry, I had to do some dumping and getting oh, rid of some people. Man, I did it with gusto and pleasure. I was like, oh, don't mind that. I didn't <laughs> like you anyway. I barely talked right. to you. So it was great. I was Luckily, like, I bye. delete a ton of people. There was a couple of them where I'm like, you're arguing with the wrong yeah. person. Yeah, we like, got to go. I don't, we got like, to go. I, I'm not a, and that's the thing, like, for me, I wasn't a Trump, I mean, I think he does, I think some of the things Trump have done are, are just retarded, like, the social media part mm-hmm. of it, all that stuff, like, the corny drama, I think mm-hmm, he's ridiculous mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a reality you know, TV show. The things he say, the things that he says, I'm like, come on, you're an idiot. But I've, I, I'm not, like, I've never argued I've never been one, like, people feel like they have, like, especially Trump supporters, like, they have to defend their guy or try to persuade you. They to, do. Like, you know. You go on their side. For him, he's the greatest. And I'm just like, now I'm Give me a reason that doesn't. But then, too, on the other hand, I, and, you know, because then a lot of Trump supporters just automatically think, oh, you like Biden. I'm like, no, I didn't say that either. That's right. <laughs> so, like, all you That's guys right. kiss my ass. Like, I don't. So, I just think, like, we got to chill with that. And we're so, and that's the dividing. That's the division that really, really, really hurts my soul because you have to realize the kids that are, the the kids that are old enough to know, not your young tykes, you know, the kids that are old enough to know, they see this divide and conquer and that's why they do it in school. Bullying has became, I don't even know. I think the last time I looked was 36% of kids get bullied in Mm. schools today. And that's, that's private and regular. I don't know if that's the right number, but I believe that's what I read last. And I have to say, that's a very large amount. I don't remember mm-hmm. bullying on this level, but I will actually ask my friend's kids, like, how you like school? Like, and they, and a lot of them don't want to go back because they get bullied. Mm, that's so sad. And that's not okay. You know, and, and, and now and you so have like, their adult parents doing the same thing because they right, follow some guy right. that. Yeah. Think so that's that, that's okay. that right well, there eats my soul. Okay. Right. So mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. People are going crazy. But in the end of it all, crazy. 
how did you end up finding out on Saturday? Like, what were you doing? I, I was, I think I was just chill. Um, I can't remember. I don't you know have the kids that weekend? We did. This weekend, we did not have the kids. Okay. Weekend. We get them mm-hmm. Friday. But, um, okay. uh, I think I was at home, and I was just, I think I was on the computer doing something, and I it popped up, mm. and it said, uh, you know, no, I woke up to it. That's right. I woke up Saturday, and it said Biden had won 
I liked the one where it was the Statue of Liberty and Uh Trump was in the slingshot and he like pulled him back and she was like, I don't, I don't think there was literally a meme. I think it was just her holding him in a COVID mask, slingshotting him. Like, get out of here, bud. I am interested to see how this will play out, though, because we already know that Trump made it known he was not going to make it easy. He already tried to by putting in, um, by filing lawsuits against most of the flip states that ended up going Biden. So um, that's interesting interesting to see what's going to happen in the next few months before. and this is you his know, own money now. Building up into Biden's inauguration. Though, right? What was that? Like, yeah, he, he has to pay for all of this out of his own yeah. pocket now. That is why he was asking for more funding. <laughs> so it's like you can file these lawsuits and do those things, but um, it's on your own terms. They though. have to pay for that. It's not something that the government or whoever yeah. endorses each each. Just like if Biden were to, if it was flipped and Biden was to do the same thing, he would have to pay for that stuff. Like the recount, that was something that that had to get paid for by the candidate, not the government. So Yeah, and um, that's good to know. That's really good information to understand and know that when, like, people make these decisions, like, this is how I look at it. This We played checkers, and there was two sides one that was black and one that was uh, red. And unfortunately, one won. Mm-hmm. And As in any if game, you, one has to be And if you right? want to be a, what do they call it when you don't win a game and you get really sad? Or lose that? If that's what you want to be, so be it. But I think at the end of the day, when you move on with our life, we got to move on. And you got to go to jail. You got to go to jail now. Because you got to yeah. serve your time. Because I was actually uh, no, I just, I just don't know. I just don't get it. I just, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. So I have a lot of questions, and I want to know where I can send those. So I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about it. And this lady said, well, her name is Brandy. She has a Brandy Glanville. She has a podcast. Um, she was talking about it on hers, and she was saying that she was talking to her son, and her son said that he was watching the news, and it said that one of the anchors said that they think that. Donald Trump is going to flee the country because, you know, after he's done being, he's going to flee the country. Absolutely, he's going to get like, charged for these things that yeah. have been brought up. So, he's going to flee well, the country, and somebody's going to somebody who he's been internally working for or working with. I guarantee that's probably what's going to happen, and because yeah. there's no other option. Right. And then also not like aside from Obama, because you know where he's at, but like, where do they go? My thought is always like, once you run a country, what do you do with your life? What do you do? You just sit back? Foundations. Yeah, you're chilling because, okay, this is people don't know. Yeah. Once you're a president, you're paid for life after that. Right. The flip side of it is like Obama, though, he's never satisfied. He reminds me of Hamilton. 100%. the politics is his passion, so he's never going to be satisfied. He's never going to be satisfied ever. In, he, right. he grew up. You, if nobody's read his biography, you need to. But he, that was his passion. You know, he grew up in Chicago, mm-hmm. where he's seen a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, racial shit, poverty. You know, people being treated based off their color of skin or how much they make, yep. or you know, like 
you know, growing up in a neighborhood where he heard gunshots. So it's like he saw that and he that what made him spark the change because yep. he knew that in order for the, the communities and the quote unquote ghettos to change, the government mm-hmm. has to change. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, he had to fight a lot in his term to get certain things, a lot of the things that he's done during his term, he had to fight tooth and nail to get it done because he was working with a house of representatives who could not stand him. And not a yeah. lot of people will say, a lot of people mm-hmm. want to admit this, but they could not stand him and did not want to work with him simply because he was a black man in power. And For sure. I said it, I, I said it, we can argue about it, whoever doesn't agree with me, but that's exactly what it was. So, yeah, I you guarantee know. that's it. I mean, you, you you guys have to remember, like, realize, like, when you're in an environment, whether it's work or even in, you can feel the awkwardness. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's funny because there will be times where I'll just walk in and I'm just, like, acting like a normal person. And I forget that I have an afro sometimes. You know, I, I really do forget. Because it's a part of Because I've been wearing, that's yeah. a part of my life. Right. And And I feel the energy. I'm happy. Most. 95% of the time. So when I go into an environment and I feel that negative, I immediately know the only thing that they see different in me is the color of my skin, and I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. I've never been too – I've never known too many people who have despised somebody because they were too happy. So that probably has to be the latter of the two. Exactly. With that being said, it, it's really hard for somebody to not be a color and understand that and that's okay but i'm letting you know that exactly what dom said is a thing like don't don't roll it down don't roll it down the hill right and if you roll it down the hill go inside of a rug with it and don't come out because that that, because now you're just now you're hiding you don't want to talk about it and i've never been a president but i've been you know in a leadership role and you know because I'm a black woman in power, a lot of people, and, you know, I went, well, I guess, you know, I was a leader. I was in a leadership role. And so, you know, people who I had to lead were not too happy about it. But then they would say things like, oh, you're different. Oh, oh you do know what you're talking about. Like, I yeah, love that. I oh, let me tell you Just something. Just so you though. guys know, you tell somebody of color, especially a woman of color, oh, you know what you're talking about? Or, oh, you know what you're doing? We know what that means. Like, come on. Yeah. Let's yeah. check these things here. This is part of the change we need. This they also are questioning, so how did you get here? That's what they're questioning. Yeah. Oh, how did sure. you get this role? Who do you know that got you here? Listen, it is about who you know for a lot of jobs. No, no, no. But some, yeah. most of the time, you do climb the ladder on your own based on your own grounds, which you hold. No. This is what it is. They are asking that question because they had somebody that they knew to get them there. That's what people don't feel. With, with white people normally, people of privilege, it's who they know. Somebody's dad played golf with somebody and got them this really right. good job. They don't yep. know what the fuck they're doing, but because their dad knows the COO or the CEO or the VP. He ain't never going to get fired. 80k paying job and don't know what the fuck you're doing and then you meet somebody and and I will say this people of color definitely had to work to get in that same position 
we didn't know, our daddy didn't know some VP, our mommy didn't know the VP wife. We don't have connections like that. So we definitely had to work hard, work our asses off to get where we are. So if somebody of color is in a position of power, along with you or in the same job category as you, just know they had to put in work for that. They didn't have to call, they didn't get to call mommy or daddy to find them a job. Yeah. And I'm not saying all white people, that's you, but majority, that's it. And I'm not racist, so let's shut up. This is just facts. But, you know, that's just what it is. So when they're questioning how did you get there, it's because they want to know how you got in the same position as them because they didn't have to work for it. Yeah. That's, that's just it. Yeah, they want to know. That's why yeah, they looked at Obama that way. How did you get here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I didn't stand it. And but, I think um, that, like, I'm glad it's all done. I'm glad that uh, people can turn off their anxiety and their Xanax and whatever they take. Yeah. And maybe they went to a couple sessions more of therapy, which is needed for all of us. We all need to go to therapy. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Not at all. But I think that there was a lot of people who didn't sleep, which probably also resulted to me not feeling well. Um, uh-huh. But but those are little things that we kind of think about. So even though, you know, you talked about it earlier, like uh, the time change and the daylight saving and all that, we need to remember to think about our health and our health yeah. and That's going into the holidays is very important right now for each and every one of us. So yeah. if I could just like give a little bit of advice, please take your vitamins, please drink your water, and please get a Peloton. Just kidding. Just work out. <laughs> us yet. Um, I do have one piece of advice before we go to the listener question. Um, my advice is because we have a different president in office does not equate to change. If you want to see change, you need to be the change. I know it sounds cliche and corny, but you need to go into your community and back those organizations that represent what you want for your community. Back those politicians that represent what you want for your community. You know, we had a black candidate from Seattle, Washington, Shakundi Salisbury. He ran for representative. And unfortunately, he lost. But, you know, we need a back that. We need to back him. If he's asking for $5 that you go buy Starbucks for, give him five fucking dollars. You cannot, you can miss Starbucks that day because you want to know what? All the Trump supporters and all those other people, that's exactly what they're doing. So that's my advice. Go and be the change you want to see. Go back the communities and the organizations that represent what you want and back the politicians. Did you know that there was um, about the, the fraternity Sigma? Sigma, I can't, I don't know the whole name right Sigma now. Sigma Phi. The Black Data. Fraternity Sigma. They had about six or seven people running for pol- political party or political offices this year. Really? I'm, 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 in, I'm interested to see what the outcome is because, but yeah, you know, we, we had a in various states, there were people of color running for pol- office, and well, I do want vote on them because of their right. color, but vote for them because 
most likely they're representing what you want for your community. Right. You're absolutely right. But also educate yourself, like, definitely. So you know more about the person, and then, like, you can go and support them. Um, there's a podcast that's called Resistance out there, and the guy who ran for, that was the youngest um, African-American uh, kid to run in New York for, um, I think it was council. Forget what he ran for, but anyways, um, I don't think he got it because I looked at everybody's and I don't remember seeing his name. Um, but he was dope. His name was Chi. Um, but he goes on resistance and it talks about how he started. I think he was in week five and decided mm-hmm. that he, of of marching, and he had never marched in a rally ever or a BLM or anything. And after day four, he was running shit started an organization, uh, Flower Pot, Garden, I don't know the name, I apologize, I wish I knew more about it, name-wise, but anyways, I love, I don't really like podcasts like this, but I really actually just like the whole story and him as a person and really talking, he's also queer, which is freaking amazing, and he ran, and like, I mean, things just like rolled, like it just happened overnight kind of a thing. And he's mm-hmm. running. He's 22 years old, running to be a part of this politician world, which I think is crazy. And then I think it was North Carolina or Atlanta, uh, somewhere down there. Uh, one of the youngest, um, um, it would be one of the youngest um, councilmen or Senate to run ever and won. Yeah, so there's a lot of, like, historical, like, changes that we've made um, during this election. A lot of, like, celebratory and, like, profound individuals who are going to make a difference. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was Utah or Nevada, something like that, changed the law for um, uh, marriages. There's just, there's just so many things happening, you guys, and a mm-hmm. lot of people are getting so the relief that they need. And that's that's yes. so important. Yeah, I just think once we get these dinosaurs out of office and get these young guys, like these young people in, like the twenty-two year old you're talking about, I know, about, right? That's when it'll change. So people, like, tell your children because they are literally our future right now, and we need to endorse them. We need to support them. If you have a child that wants to go and change their community, support that. If you have a child that's into yeah. politics, sign them up for the debate club. Get them into things they like. Like we need to start cultivating our kids to be the change in this world because we're getting a little old here, and they're gonna be what we leave. You know, everybody talks about leaving our kids a legacy. Let's leave our country a better legacy than what we got going on right now. Mhm. I agree with that. Um, all right, let's take a little because that was kind of deep and heavy and a lot. And um, I need to refill my drink. And uh, yeah, we'll come back with that idea. We'll come out and listen to your question. Do it. All right, guys, we're back. So we have a listener question today. This person did not leave a name, and I didn't have time to make one up. So. Uh, Josephine, she's 22, from Seattle, Washington. Thank you for your message. Thanks, Josephine. <laughs> So she says, all of my friends are discovering themselves involving during quarantine, and I feel like I'm still stuck in a rut. 
what can I do or why am I feeling this way? Please help. This is this can go deep, but I think it really one of the things that I thought about um, when you read this and just kind of like taking it in is what interests did you have before COVID that you're not able to do now? Mm. And why did you stop doing them? One. And then two, are you able to maybe tweak or continue doing that? Meaning if you can't travel, can you educate yourself or maybe do an experience on Airbnb or maybe uh, get on a Peloton bike and do a scenic route? Or maybe you go on YouTube and you learn about the different places in Italy. Because I think that even though you're not traveling, you still have ways to, like, learn more about those places you want to travel and maybe make a better list. Um, and that's mm -hmm. just an example. There's many things that I could talk about. But um, one thing that I found recently is giving back. We even talked about this when I yeah. did the, the five languages. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should take that test, absolutely, and really solely find what you as a person actually thrive on. Because uh, after we did that, John, like, I'm not even kidding. I realized that I was missing that. Mm. And every weekend, I have made either a drop to, um, I mean, you guys, you know, you were talking about the non uh, nonprofits, I've made a drop to either, you know, drop off some soup to the um, Berian, uh, why am I bringing the okay. name of it? the variant okay. food bank or dropping off um, supplies for them. So gloves or, you know, dropping off like just different things like that. Um, I did a thing at my, my condominium where I asked a bunch of people if they had um, like socks that they haven't used or willing to buy socks mm -hmm. and could you provide them for them? And then that's a drive that I'm going to be doing and, you know, going around and yeah. So I'm doing a variety of different things that kind of help. So I think finding that, might yeah. help you. I think that's yeah. what your friends probably have found or have done during this journey to kind of get them back on track. Or a new hobby. Yeah. Take on yeah. something new. Um, <laughs> true. What I get from this is that this person is lacking self-care. I mm, feel like for sure. you feel mm. like you're stuck in a rut and all your friends are evolving and changing because they've taken the time to really like figure out who they are. I don't know if you're single or not, Josephine, but if you're single, this should be the time where you're getting to know yourself. Yep. Like, take, you know. Amen. Think about what you Great. need to do, like she said, and find ways to put that back in your life. But self-care is very important. And I feel like you don't know who you are because you have not taken the time to sit down and get to know yourself you want to get to know somebody you're dating you want to get to know your coworkers. you want to get to know your friends but you need to get to know yourself especially now um you, i feel like josephine you need to take the time in solidarity and figure out who you are and you know take some time and in, in, in love on yourself because i think that that will help you evolve into who you think you want to be or you know whatever so that's just my little short snippet on that. I also think like just kind of what you just said is like I think we talked about this, but you know, I've had a lot of conversations about this, but somebody was in passing and I was talking about how we were going to talk on the podcast about self care. And um 
they were like, yeah, my coworker, she always does, uh, she, she does a, a sick day, but instead of it, I'm a sick of work day. So she's like, I, oh, I, I take a sick that. day. And I was like, that's brilliant. So two Fridays ago, I did a take, like I did a sick day because I'm sick of work. And I was like, I told my coworkers and like, I was just like, all right, you guys have a great like Thursday. I'm leaving. Tomorrow's my self-care day. If you didn't know, um, we have 12 massages that we get free through our, um, through our insurance, which you probably didn't know about because I didn't know about. Um, oh yeah. And I, when I worked for UPS, we had that too. Like, like people don't even know about this stuff. And I'm getting a massage on the 24th, which is right before Thursday, you know, oh, nice. Thanksgiving. And um, I'm taking five days off, and it's going to be nice to have seven days total to just do whatever I want. And most people would be like, I just want to lounge around the house. Nope. Every hour of the day, I'm doing something. Gotcha. So We've been like, in the house. The house is done. Like, we have you know, been in the house. <laughs> We're done being in the house. Join a book club. Um, I have a friend who's actually two friends who are doing that. I read two or three books a month. Um, there are so many apps that you can join that, ooh, what is that one that we talked about, ooh, the other day, ooh, it's so good, uh, where you can go on and you can get, like, a therapist. Oh, better And help. they're like, better help. Oh, my God, you guys, like, so good. So that actually is one of the things that I'm going to be doing is looking into that. Um, and, and I do not by any means at all, I love sharing that kind of stuff because I, I really think it's something that, over COVID, I have had one, uh, I don't really know who my dad is. And so, and, and that kind of worries me because like, I never thought about this my entire adulthood or young life. Do I have brothers and sisters that are out there that I don't know about? Mm. That's a good question. So I I'm also going to be doing like the 30 me and flee or whatever. <laughs> I probably made that up. Oh, 20, 20 um, me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do a couple of those. Um, you know, so like, there's so many things that can be done in a day. There's so many things that we can do to help ourselves. Um, I also schedule two or three meetings a week with my friends mm -hmm. and it's to laugh. Yeah. They say laughing releases endorphins. The, 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 yeah. And yeah, I have to say, I'm so happier because I'm laughing so much. So yeah, I feel it. It's okay, Josephine. Exactly. You don't have to be at that level. That's not where nobody needs to be at. Laughing is a whole other like extra layer, I guess. To, you have to laugh to keep from crying at this time. Yeah, it's so true. But we had some heavy weeks, right? So we had some heavy weeks. So we kind of go yeah. back to it is that like I don't let COVID destroy my life. Because at the end of the day, I'm the only one that can control it. So, like, Trump or Biden's not going to control my life right now because they're not making decisions for my life. My mm -hmm. mom isn't making decisions for my life. Like, I have a lot of people who are in my life, but they're not. So you have to kind of own your life and you kind of have to own up to what you want to do now. Very really true. important. I think too, just like you said, it's been a stressful few months, um, especially with the election. So you know, 
I think yeah. take that time to decompress from that too. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people haven't done that. So decompress, turn off the TV, go watch in CNN. Move your TV yeah. out of the it'll bedroom or anywhere. <laughs> and the thing is, it'll be there when you decide to hop back on, but take some time and just sure will. And shut off the TV <laughs> and don't go on Facebook. Okay, that's just a, a rabbit hole. Just don't do it. Or, or your apps. What is it? Neighborhood? Don't go on neighborhood either. <laughs> right. No, don't go on that. It's so funny. I'm like, God, all these people do is complain. <laughs> what oh, is your God. weekend plan? Oh, gosh. So Saturday, so I just got the new Peloton. It's, I haven't said it four times on this call. Well, now you know. Um, I don't know. Do you use um, so I'm like high obsessed with it right now. And so I'm going to be doing some scenic routes. I'm signing for pre-workouts for that day, but I'm going to do one in the morning, like early mornings are going to be like my new jam. Mm, and like it. it sounds disgusting, but I'm going to do it because I feel like even 30 minutes or 15 minutes of writing, you guys is like, oh, and they're so happy and they're so excited. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm also meeting up with coffee with my mentor and then also two new people that I just kind of got introduced to, to kind of help them through COVID life. And I'm like a life coach now. So I'm doing a little bit of that. Um, I'm staging this weekend because, you know, we can stage now because we have open houses. I'm doing that on Sunday. Uh And then, ooh, and then I'm meeting up with a really close friend and we're going to do burgers and we're going to go to our favorite Ridgewood. Shout out to (laughs) Robin and Robin. Right. I haven't been there in months, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so that'll be good to go. That sounds mm-hmm. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, excited. Man. I mean, what are you doing? You said you had the kids this weekend or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing exciting. Just working. Chilling. It's supposed to be crummy weather, so maybe not. Really? Plans that'll be fun. Yeah. It's, like, supposed to rain like the next so, couple weeks great like hard so wow i'm good with that um yeah just gearing up because next weekend there's a um volunteer i'm gonna volunteer thing turkey giveaway so turkey giveaway yeah for um oh who can't get turkey thanksgiving meals and things like that um also oh. Uh, there is also another fun, another um, fundraiser that I'm doing. But what I love about this one is that uh, we're raising money to to help five or more, depending on how much we raise, families with special needs kids um, this holiday season. So help them with therapy that you know, you know, because of COVID, a lot of things for special needs kids have not they have not been able to do. So therapy and then you know whatever their wish list for the holidays are helping them with you know meals for the holidays things like that so what I mm-hmm. love about it is anybody with special needs children can apply so oh. I will post the link and everything so that people can go find the link and please share it with anybody you know that has special needs children because we want to help as many families we can help more than five that is what our goal is. So, yeah. If you know anybody. Well, and honestly, it could be a lot in just one, you know? You never know. So, you know, we say five. I want to see us do 20. Like, we can do that. But, um, yeah. So, 
I like that because it's open for everybody who qualifies and you just have to have a child with special needs in your family. So um, I will post the link so everybody can go share it. Oh, my gosh. I got the peanut gallery in here making all types of noise. Anyway. <laughs> well, I was going to say is we're ramping up for the holidays, and I know you're super into the nonprofit. Um, I usually have two or three that I donate every year, but they're mm-hmm. physical galas, so I would go to them. And since I will be going to them, I've already done my military give back that I do every year. I do that every three months. Um, to military families and needs and give them um, toys and stuff. But I do want to go and help if it's either serving on a non-giving but any time yeah. during that week or the week mm-hmm. after. Um, if it has to do with, like, you know, getting goods and bringing it or, you know, kind of helping out time-wise or, you know, donation. I want to know a little bit more because I do want to get involved, and I think our listeners probably you too as well, because I love giving back during this time. It's one of my favorite things to do, and I'm this year, I'm when I normally don't buy gifts at all, I'm actually going mm-hmm. to be buying gifts this year, but it's going to be more for that kind of stuff, giving back. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we can definitely, I think we need to ramp up one of our own and see. That'd be a good idea. Get, get ourselves out there. I'm totally mm-hmm. out there. But yeah, that's about it for me. Well, that sounds like a fun, relaxing weekend. Yep, I'm pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a good weekend. Everybody Thank you, you as well. Weekend. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. You know, because. I don't know about other places, but up here when it's raining, people act like they can't drive. So be safe if you're out in the streets and enjoy yourselves, enjoy each other, and don't let politics stress you out too bad. Yeah. Read a book. Yeah. Roll up with the dog. I'm beat, so I'm about to go off to bed soon. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Time. All right, everybody. I think we're out of here. Have a great one, guys. Bye. Bye.